Uh, hello and welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, this is your host, Tim, aka Murdy. And today I'm joined by a nice loaded pod this time. Uh, first up, we have Nico. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome. Uh, we also have Kiara. Hey, everyone. And after a long while, Juliet. Hey. Yeah, a very long while. So, showing how great we are at, um, you know, being responsible adults uh, that plan things, uh, today is our anniversary. Uh, so, woo, celebrate. Woo! Um, We're getting old. <laughs> I'm thinking we'll have to do some sort of actual anniversary episode that maybe will be next week, uh, since we're great planners. <laughs> um, okay. We got news to talk about this week, so we're doing that. Uh, but it is our anniversary, so thank everybody. Uh, thanks to everybody who's been, you know, sticking it out for so long and through so many changes in the podcast really um it's crazy that both me and kiara have been here since inception and like here we are <laughs> with juliet who's doing the most and uh like for the podcast in anyways and then nico who's like always around so um, <laughs> it's it's i mean the point is like we went through so many different changes right and yet like this is probably the core that's around the most um so it's cool that we, we got everybody for the anniversary episode um what? Year three? Yeah, year three. Holy crap. Oh, wow. Three years old. <laughs> um, dang, that's crazy. Three years. Man. Okay. Time flies. Um, so we're, we'll, we'll get straight into the news. Um, first up, we have some, I guess it's budding drama. Uh, we talked about it a little last week, uh, A-Pink and their death threats that they're getting from some creepy dude. Um, who claims to be a fan. It's gotten worse. Um, they had some death threats and a person threatened to bomb their showcase. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's the same person. Yeah. It's the same person that threatened them before, now said that he set up a bomb at their showcase. Um, I believe they had to evacuate. Um <clears throat> Oh, no, no. Sorry. At the showcase, they didn't evacuate. Uh, security was tight, so they weren't worried about it. And then they also had a bomb threat at their performance at Music Bank, in which they actually did have to evacuate everybody. Um, so that's two bomb threats, which is ridiculous. And uh, he's this is the same dude who earlier claimed that he was never trying to harm a pink or anything like that, which, I mean, like, I don't know. I guess words don't matter anymore. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't think he knows how bombs work. Yeah, I guess I guess maybe his bomb is like a hug bomb and like it goes off and then like pillows come everywhere and hug people. I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's a shame that this is happening to them. I mean, I couldn't m imagine like trying to perform after the threats like this. I just what can they do at this point? Because it seems like I mean, I, they filed formal charges against the guy, right? Uh, I believe so. I know they said they were going to take action. Yeah, and it just seems like he keeps getting I mean, like this is this is extreme. Like now, he's impeding like people's lives, and you know they aren't going to be able to make their money if he's you know threatening to bomb or be you know impede every place that they go. Like something has to give. Yeah, no, it's crazy to me. Like you know, especially you know, not that long ago, um, the bombing of you know of the concert for Ariana Grande and um, was it Manchester, her concert in Manchester? Um, you know, that wasn't so long ago and that was a real, you know, situation. And, you know, I don't know if this guy's being serious or he's trying to play a really horrible joke, but you know, the fact that like first, I mean, at this point for celebrities and for fans itself, for, and fans, it's like, you know, little by little we're losing places we feel safe anymore and the fact that this guy keeps making these bomb threats you know it's just it's really sickening and it's you know it's dangerous you know for like aping because now they're gonna start becoming you know paranoid like anywhere they go because this person be having a bomb there you know in things like that and you know I feel I feel really bad for the girls and even the fans too because I'm sure as fans now they're like yo should we even go to the music shows or you know is this safe for us to go now or like you know especially if they have young fans or like their parents could allow them to go to you know a pink events now because this is a continuous thing like it's just horrible all around and i really hope they find this guy soon because 
he's sick and he needs to be found. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's no, there's no way to justify, uh, and you know, we kind of talked about this before, but there, you can't justify aunties and he claims to be a fan, but he's clearly not like, you don't do this to the people that you love. So I can't, I can't even imagine like the mental stress that has to go on for these poor girls who are stuck dealing with this as well. And like, there's only so much they could even do in the first place, you know? Um, it's rough. So I, I'm with you. I hope it gets taken care of as soon as possible, um, especially as a sort of a pink fan. I'm 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 an NG fan, but I like a pink enough. Um, I definitely hope that they get through this and we don't have to deal with this the whole time they're promoting because uh, I, I mean, it's crazy that netizens can figure out everything and they can't find this guy and get him off the street is nuts to me. But um, maybe I'm underestimating how serious a charge of like bomb threats are in korea i don't i don't know the law so um <clears throat> in other news in news that we actually have a result from uh tops marijuana case um has recently or, you know we've basically talked about it every episode but we finally have a verdict uh the case was on the 29th and top pled guilty to all accounts um, he stated that he was not aware he was smoking marijuana but later admitted that two of the four instances he smoked marijuana so it's one of those like I didn't know I was doing it at first but then I kept doing it kind of things it seems like uh so the verdict came down he got two years probation with the possibility of 10 months prison sentence if he violates the terms of his probation um this is uh more serious um or well I'm sorry it's a less serious ruling than what the trainee got but again as we mentioned when we did discuss the trainee the circumstance is quite different considering she was caught doing lsd as well which is a much harder drug um and she was caught with more counts i believe so uh, they are appealing at some point we will know for sure what happens to the trainee um but i i don't know for me four years sounds like she got a pretty nice sentence considering she's a trainee she has no power um and she did lsd and marijuana but uh so yeah we know we know now that top will not be going to jail uh, assuming that he doesn't violate his probation i you as my favorite member of big bang which doesn't say a lot because you know i don't really regard big bang that highly i'm happy that he was able to avoid a prison sentence i think uh out of all the members, I said this last week. Um, so if that episode is up yet, it's gonna sound like a broken record. But I mean, he seems the least problematic out of the five of them, and he just seems like the type of guy that just wants to have a good time. And so I'm sad that this happened to him. Or I'm sad he allowed himself to get roped in to this kind of trouble. Um, I'm glad he's not going to prison. Uh, I hope he takes actual time to reflect, however much that is deemed appropriate by the Korean public. I don't know what that is. Tiffany mistakenly put a geo tag in her stuff, and she had to reflect for like six months. So I guess um, maybe a year or two to reflect while he's in the military. But yes, hopefully he learned from this. Hopefully he he avoids trainees. Um, he'll probably have to avoid women for a while since the like fallout from him dating this trainee. I don't think has happened yet, or I don't think the public has really had time to respond since everybody's kind of just responding to the fact that you know he almost died and he you know is guilty and he has to go on probation. But I, I just, I don't really know what to say. I just hope good things for him. I hope everything works out. Um, I hope he's able to maintain. Um, I can end him up in prison because I don't think prison is the place for him. Um, I hope he just keeps his nose clean, pretty much. I mean, in the end, these two years of probation that he has, he's pretty much going to be in the military. So I don't want to say it's going to be easier. But in a sense, I feel like it'll be, I'll have less heart, like less of a harder time with it. And like, he won't at least the temptation of doing it again or anything else of that nature. Well, I feel like will be less, maybe, I don't know, hopefully, um, you know, again, I think the sentence is 
pretty good for someone who this is first offense and you know for us you know we see it it's just like it's just marijuana but you know again it's the law over there so you know he has to do you do the crime you do the time but for him it's just two years of probation and you know 10 months of jail if he gets caught which you know i think i feel like top has good sense and i you know and to the minimum and that he'll know that you know i gotta make sure he's gotta be like you know i gotta be clean i gotta make sure i don't mess up and do what i gotta do and survive these next two years clean you know i hope for his sake for his family's sake you know his mother has been on the news a lot so you know i hope that for, at least for her sake that you know he'll do what he has to do he has to re-enlist in the military who knows where he's gonna go now now that um i highly doubt he can ever go back to the police force um if anything i feel like the only way the public is kind of warm up to him again is if he does it like straight regular way meaning being actual soldier which from what i hear is a very very tough thing but you know you gotta do what you gotta do um so yeah i just hope nothing but the best for him and you know that in two years this will all be behind him got anything julia not really anything more that you guys haven't said just that well personally i think because he got off with relatively a slap in the wrist he could, he'll, he'll probably get through these two years especially like kiara said it's going to be probably a little bit easier just being in the military where maybe things are harder to get or he's distracted with other things. But I, I can see him just going back to doing it again afterward, whether he gets caught or not. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. Um, but in related merit, well, not related, but related in that it's both about marijuana. Uh, we have a little bit more details on what happened with Guyan. Um, as we previously mentioned, she posted on, oh, well, she went on an Instagram, like, kind of rant, uh, just just killing netizens. It was great. Um, but then she posted some screenshots of somebody offering her weed, you know, to help her with her actual uh, mental issues. Um, we knew that the cops were eventually going to want to do something about it, and Gan didn't want to deal with the police, but obviously she has at this point. Um, she was questioned by the police as a uh, testifier, not in, she was not subject to any further investigation than that. Um, but they did want to find out the real story behind a person offering her weed. Um, as we know, the the person offered her weed is a friend of her boyfriend, Ju Ji-hoon. Um, but yeah, they, they're looking into his calls and everything and personal Instagram, all that good stuff. So uh, it looks like she's mostly out of it. She's just helping testify like, hey, maybe this dude is dealing, it seems like. Um, but outside of that, she doesn't seem to be too involved, which is good. I really don't need another idol with a marijuana scandal. I don't know about you guys. Did, did, yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> I was just curious. Um, was that part of like how what she was talking about to other people or like did that guy burn her or i don't understand no. why she would just post stuff that could get her in trouble it's, it seems like it was a lapse in judgment on her part like she was just trying to show it seemed like she was just trying to say like here this is further proof that i have issues here's a you know person that i know offering me weed oh. uh, because of my issues right and it's just like yeah dog that's real illegal yeah, bad judgment. <laughs> like, yeah and then she took it down you know when people brought it up but uh, when, once the cops started getting involved, she deleted basically everything and all that good stuff. So uh, it seems like a lapse in judgment after she was like just going to town, destroying netizens that were giving her crap, saying she was pregnant or whatever. So she unintentionally became a snitch. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Like, I, I think she, she might lose snitches. a friend now. Oh, she must. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be her friend if I was him. I'd be I'm, like, yeah, no. Like, I ain't, I ain't telling guy ain't no more my business. Guy she's going to everything out. I'm not even going to text her. I'm changing my number, and I'm never giving it to her again. Be like, new phone, who's this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. New phone, who this? Oh, bringing back the old memes. Okay, yeah. I don't think that meme will ever die, really. Never. <laughs> So <clears throat> there's this group, you see, 
Um, our, our friends here, not your average netizens, your friends, my friends, uh, a lot of us, may, well, may, I shouldn't say a lot of us. I don't know how many people turned on this one, but uh, quite a bit of us were quite big fans of Mamamoo. Um, I know for yes. me, I put them on the shelf because I'm absolutely sick and tired of their constant cultural appropriation. And of course, Mamamoo, being Mamamoo, can't have a comeback without a little cultural appropriation. Um, so Mamamoo decided to wear bindis in uh, their pre-release music video. The <laughs> official, it sounds like it was uh, taken down at some point, but the official channel re-uploaded it with the scene then taken out. Uh, so clearly they knew that they did bad. But, you know, um, there's pictures because the internet, nothing ever dies, of all of them wearing gems between their forehead. And, uh, I mean, this is like, it, it sucks because I feel like every time Mamamoo is going to be on this podcast, it's going to be talking about them culturally appropriating again. And I just don't, I just can't like them like I used to. Like, I... There's one thing um, where your cultural appropriation, um, I mean, it's just never okay. First off, it's never okay. Um, but there's plenty of people who go, well, I know that this person's problematic, but, you know, I can see past I still like them. There's plenty of people who still like Zico. There's plenty of people who still like all these. Uh, there's people who like Taeyang like me, unfortunately. There's, um, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that you're willing to deal with. But at some point, some you know at some point there's always those groups that you just can't deal with like i could never get into exo because i cannot deal with channel i can't and that's that's it and there's no way and i'll never see that group as anything other than like them laughing at colorist jokes at kai i can't ever unsee that so that's it um but mamamoo i gave them so many opportunities to make mistakes i really was like maybe it's just a mistake maybe it's just a mistake and they just keep doing it like they just don't care about anything but themselves having fun which would be fine if they would leave other people's culture out of it while they did it if they could just be themselves and have fun and not culture appropriate all the time cool dude like live your life and have a great time but for me the the tipping point already came and went so i really like i saw this news story and i was like yeah amazing mama Mu culturally appropriated again wow shocking and to be clear, it, it isn't so much cultural, uh, cultural appropriation as it is just straight up them mocking other cultures. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. Straight up, you know, they didn't actually wear bendies. They put, like, red dot stickers on their foreheads and acted a fool while doing it. Right. Or, you know, they, they painted their skin dark to be Bruno Mars. And then we found out, you know, they call Wasa the like black girl or like black honey, like black sister, black honey in their group, which is gross. Um, you know, and then the whole thing with Wasa using the N-word in the song. And just just a lot of fuel to the fire. And then when it came out about the whole Bruno Mars thing, you know, they issued this heartfelt apology to their international fandom, to the English fans to their black fans overseas and then turned around and was like, oh, in Korea, they were just like, oh, it was a misunderstanding, you guys. It's been resolved. Like, don't think too much of it. And to me, like, that's a cop-out. And that's like a, a, like, outright dismissal of how serious the issue was for international fans just so that it wouldn't blow up into a thing in Korea as well. Like there's just like a lack of um a lack of care, like of responsibility, like and it sucks because this is all happening because they're the fun and like free willing group, you know, they're the down to earth group that just likes to have fun. But if you can't have fun without making others like without you know, coming out of other people's cultures or without poking fun at other things that you may not understand, then that's not the type of fun that I want to be a part of. And it sucks. This is the first group that I've had to, like, completely understand in my K-pop tenure for something like this. And I've 
most people know this. I've talked about this on the podcast and all around the internet before. I've been following Mama Moves since their first like live performance. I've seen them do performances of Peppermint Chocolate before, but like I saw their first performance of Mr. Ambiguous and I've been with them since then. And for them to like just completely, it's just so, like, they aren't taking any steps to learn about the things that they're doing wrong. They're just like, oh, well, people are mad that we did this, so we just will take it down, or we just won't do it anymore. And that's not real accountability. That's not going to change anything, as we see, because they're clearly still messing up. In fact, we just posted a picture on their Instagram making, like, this really strange face, and she's like, and her wording of it was like, I I want to make sure, you know, as I become a celebrity and an idol, that I'm still just like normal people. And people were upset with her in that wording because they were saying like, hey, if you wanted to prove that you're normal just like us, you didn't have to make the worst, like the most ridiculous face you can make to make it seem like non-idol people are just like, inbred or like ridiculous or something like that and they just keep having these little footfalls these little mistakes they need to hire a PR manager or something get it together because I'm tired and I really love their new songs both of them I haven't even listened to their many because I'm just like at this point where I'm unstanding and I'm having to like really go and like argue with myself and justify why I'm still allowing groups that don't give a shit about me to like consume my time and consume my energy and consume my money and like I don't want to be a part of that at all really in any venue and I'm trying to find any reason to stick with them and they just keep letting me down uh does anybody else have anything they want to weigh in um, I already wasn't a big Mama Moo fan, so this doesn't make a big difference in my life. I mean, like, I'm still of the opinion that if they put out a good song, I'm not going to ignore it. But they don't put out songs that I like so, so far, so. For me, I never really cared for Mama Moo, so bye. Won't miss you. See you later. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Let's just bring back all the memes, apparently. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> But yeah, um, no loss for me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's very rare that, like, I really love a girl group and I really loved Mama Moose since debut. So it sucks. Like, I mean, they have a new song out and I just won't, I won't listen to it. I, I have no interest in watching the music video. Um, my favorite <laughs> member is one of the most problematic. She's the one that apparently likes this Black Honey name. So, I mean, what am I supposed to do? Same, <laughs> same. Yeah, like, I, I love that. And I was like, dude, this voice, you rap, you sing amazingly. Like, I don't understand. And you don't give any, like, any craps at all about what people think about the way you look. That's amazing. Well done. And then she was like, oh, by the way, I like to be super problematic. It's like, oh, great. Cool. <laughs> Should have been YG. I would have stayed away from the beginning. Damn. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. They're back to back to back to back to back appropriating. This is crazy. At least YG normally gives you like a break in the middle. Uh, but speaking of YG, YG, Y, yeah. Um, so you okay there. Yeah, I guess I I lost control of how words work. Um, so YG Entertainment stated uh, recently that they're gonna have a, another elimination show, um, because <clears throat> I guess we haven't had enough of these. And it was gonna include um the group boyfriend from K-pop star Six. Um, which was a duo, you know, two very young boys. Um, they signed exclusive contracts with YG, and then um, one of the members, uh, Park Hunjin, decided to terminate his exclusive contract with the agency. Uh, apparently, he cited musical differences. Um, but honestly, like, you're not, you're not, you're not sneaky. Like, <laughs> it's clearly that you don't want to be on this dumb show that you don't belong on, especially since you just came off of an elimination show. I can't blame you. Um, it sucks that YG literally split up another group. This is two for two on groups that they've taken from K-pop star and destroyed. So, I mean, great, I guess. Cool. Wonderful fun. It ain't YG if he don't ruin groups. Yeah, it's true. 
I really would just love to know what goes through the brains of the like I don't board of directors or whoever makes these decisions. I just would love it. I would love to get an inside view of what they were thinking. Like I, I need it. Well, honestly, and um, there's a wonderful Amona username, friendly scholar, who I talked to. I talked about this quite a bit in length. Um, the biggest thing, and uh, you'll notice if you pay attention to like when we get to topics about uh, groups and things like that. I'm very interested in business. I like to see how businesses work for whatever reason. I don't know why, but especially when it comes to K-pop because the labels a lot, well, I shouldn't say all of them, but a lot of labels treat their artists like products. And it's very clear, um, especially in the big three. And YG is absolutely no different. And it's very clear that in YG's head, it's just about profit. It's not necessarily about success because these two things don't necessarily go hand in hand. Yes, obviously being successful makes you money, but you can make money without being incredibly successful. Um, and that's like YG's motif seems to be, how can I make the most money the quickest? Uh, a good example is Icon. Everybody has issues with Icon. We talked about Icon flopping. I, I was corrected that they did actually drop out of the top 100, but they did debut at 24. So I still feel like you can't call that um, a flop. But fair enough. <clears throat> but the thing is, it's clear that they care more about money. Icon, instead of promoting in Korea, spending money to promote. Again, I can't stress this enough. Promoting means you're spending money. You may be making enough that it doesn't matter, but you're spending money to go on these shows. You're spending money to put all that stuff out there. Um, instead of doing that, they took these boys and put them in a dome tour that they sold apparently well. It seems like they're selling well because they're going again to a dome tour in Japan. Everybody knows that Japan is a hotbed of money. And if you can get people to fill a, co like a, a concert, you're going to make good money. So it's clear that they went, Icon, I can make money off this group. And they shipped them to Japan, who apparently likes to watch them in concert. Um, so. I assume that their logic went, these shows are very successful. We could probably make good money and hype the group enough. Let's do this instead. Um, that's, I mean, that's the only logic I can think of because it seems like their shows get good ratings. They, I mean, they must because they keep doing it. So I don't know. I, I assume that that label, just by the, just watching the things that they do and the way they navigate, the way they handled Big Bang, um, the way they handled To Anyone, all that stuff where where most companies will promote and promote and promote and then go on tour. YG is like promote. We kind of hit. Is there enough buzz that we could sell a concert in Japan? There is cool Japan like money. You know, they immediately go to how can I earn money from this thing? How can I cash in what I've done and earn money? So I can only assume that that's what happened. And this dude was sold a bunch of lies, which I believe I bet he thought he was going to get to debut his boyfriend, the group that he already, you know, who knows, you know, I, I don't know enough about it. I didn't watch K-Pop Star 6, but maybe this is his brainchild. You know, maybe this is like his version of GDYB. You know, GD and YB were crushed when they lost their group. They were devastated and they had to go into Big Bang. Um, you know, I could I could totally see one of them being like, no, I want to, uh, you know, I want to leave if they weren't best friends and wanted to stick it out together. But I don't blame these guys. Like, they're still young. This kid could go anywhere. You know, he's got buzz from K-Pop Star. He's going to be fine. So I can only imagine that that's my that's the only thing I can think is if like we could get a moment into the board of directors at YG, it would just be how can I make these guys make us money? Like, how can they turn a profit for me? There has to be a point, though, when like his decisions of like not promoting and like, I don't know, over exploiting like these shows, just doing everything that people get annoyed with will come in effect the groups that he tries to make and it doesn't seem like it, it's hap it's not happening yet but i feel like it has to at some point and another company is probably gonna come up i mean i just the biggest thing is you know we have a slighted kind of view of things right like especially you almost only ever see netizen you know comments translated if they're bad like if they're harping on groups no matter you know no matter who it is that's doing it it's almost always like oh the funniest things or people harping on groups is what you get right mm -hmm. so we don't really have an idea of how korea feels about these groups beyond the kind of biased information that we get so it's hard because you know yg hasn't missed yet 
and until they start missing regularly, because you can miss once or twice, it's fine. Uh, they'll let you get away with it. But until they start missing regularly, like, why would they change anything? You know, if people are still going to support them, if people are still going to buy their stuff when it comes out, why change? You know, Big Bang was gone for like a year and a half or two years or something. And who cares? They came back and they just blew everything up and sold and won and did all kinds of craziness. Like, it, it I mean... Until you stop that train of money, until you show them that you don't want those things, then they're just going to keep doing it. Like, yeah, they lost this dude from Boyfriend, but they're going to still get a show out of it. What if the show does good ratings? Then this guy looks like the dude who made the wrong decision because he went off on his own. You know, it's it's that weird. Like, this is one of those situations where I wish that we had um, somebody who really, really, really dug into K-pop in korea and was korean so they could really like translate everything and tell us like how actually are these people perceived because it just seems like anything yg does is is gold or if it's not gold it's silver and it's still worth buying and and i don't agree with that but i mean the same could be said for sm people get mad and people are so angry and all this stuff and they want to protest sm and and then sm puts something out and everybody's like yeah it's great oh my god it's amazing we're having a good time and we're so happy like it it just it's like it doesn't matter it's like nothing that people say and get outraged about matters when the music comes out and it's crazy true that i mean that's the news that i have uh i don't know if anybody else has anything they want to bring up we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to i mean i i personally i don't really want to but i also don't know enough about it that's the other thing so Okay, well, I know enough about it to admit, just, we don't have to talk about it, but I could just mention it. Um, recent, recently, Hansel from Top Dog, or formerly from Hot, Top Dog, I don't know which one, um, did an Instagram live where he just, I guess he was acting really depressed and suicidal and was talking about how, like, he was showing a car and, like, talking about if it went so fast, it could just, like, kill him and that he was crying while smiling. So that's that's pretty sad news, and I just hope the best for him. I hope he gets help for what he's feeling. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I don't know enough about it, and um, for me, suicide is always one of those topics I try to avoid or skirt around, and, or straight up avoid rather. Um, but uh, I do, I do genuinely hope that he does get the help that he needs. Um, it doesn't really, to me, it doesn't really matter who you are. Um, you know, I, I, that's not a thing that I think anybody wants to see. It's not a thing I want to see. It's not news that I want to cover. Like I, I have no interest in covering any deaths or any suicides or anything like that. So I really hope that he's okay and he gets the help that he needs. Um, it does seem like slowly but surely more idols are coming out talking about mental illness or at least that they have something um which makes me hope that maybe the industry is starting to realize that what it does to these kids and um kind of the general way that kid the these kids are forced to work um is really detrimental to them in some, in a lot of ways and i know fame generally is um you know it's it's a lot it's it's a high stress uh, business that people don't necessarily realize is high stress because you just kind of see people having fun and you just assume, wow, that must be the life. Like I, I know and when I was a kid, it was a pipe dream to be a celebrity. Like that was the coolest thing you could do. And it was the most like the easiest thing, right? You just, I'm an actor. Oh, cool. That means I only have to work like three days a week and I'm going to be on a movie. Maybe I'll have to work for a whole like three months. Who cares? I'll be rich and famous. I'll get to do whatever I want. People will love me. Like yeah, you see the pipe dream, you see the beauty and the the white picket fence and all that stuff. But there's so much more to that. And there's so much more work that people don't understand. And then you don't have privacy, you don't, I mean, really, you hardly control your life, especially in K-pop. So um, I really do hope he gets the help that he needs. And I do hope that being ex top dog has been helpful for him, at least getting him giving him a chance to, you know, um, I, I guess, just be a regular human again, you know, yeah um he's my favorite member from top dog um although i discovered him not in top dog uh, he just seems like a, a really he's one of those really down-to-earth people who just likes to make music and he just likes to dance like i don't think he's really concerned at all with like 
the whole celebrity of it all. And I think the lack of success of Top Dog, you know, maybe taking its toll on him in a way that, um, in a way that he would normally be okay with, but he knows like he's considered kind of a, not a failure, like as far as Top Dog is concerned, they didn't do as well as they should have and that kind of falls on him. Uh, as far as we know, people have been to check on him, but there hasn't been any official statements from his company yet, so I don't know, or himself, so I, I hope he's okay. I hope everything's fine. I hope for just the best things for him. Like, I just really want him to be successful, and I don't really care how he gets there. I just, all that talent should not go to waste, and he's just such a great person, it seems like. Um, he's one of those people who kind of videos himself at really candid moments and he's always really candid with fans and he's kind of woke on like social issues to it he kind of self-taught himself English just so he could talk to fans and I just think that that's really just he has a lot of character and I just hope the best things for him Um, well I mean we're kind of at the uh, you know pimp your faves uh section i actually have something that i want to pimp because we don't do the reviews anymore but uh i would like to talk about the fact that summer has returned thank the lord so we may have lost sister but okay. sister still forever and ever and ever will own the summer and hyorin is further proof that regardless of how many members exist in sister summer is all about sister hyorin's new song is great Kisum, amazing. I wish it was in the music video, though. I don't understand. But the color palette is super good. Um, it's very, very happy. Like, it's hard to not watch it and smile, even with all the stupid Lipton iced tea commercial promo everywhere. Um, but it's really great. I really, really love this song. And I'm so glad that, you know, I don't have to completely lose all of the girls. Like, they didn't just disappear. I got Hyorin back again. And Hyorin was like, I got to do the summer quota that everybody expects from us. So... Thank you to Hyorin so much <laughs> for coming back. Uh, Stan Talent, as always. Never have I ever wanted Lipton tea as much as I did while watching that music video. <laughs> I don't even like iced tea, and I was like, I kind of want iced tea right now. <laughs> like, like, this is an awesome uh, commercial slash music video. Like, good job, Lipton. You did well. Um, I'm just gonna say that the Sistar sacrifice, uh, it's gonna give us Red Velvet's best summer single yet. Um, I think that they're gearing up for their well, we know that they're gearing up for their comeback. They've posted um teaser images of both Irene and Yeti so far, and they've released the track list with the title song being Red Flavor. And I just, I know we're gearing up for, like, the bop of all summer bops. And so I just okay, want Okay, well, us, you're wrong, but yeah, okay. I just <laughs> want us all to keep an eye out for Red Velvet's comeback because it's going to be, God, I don't want to say lit, but it's going to be, I just know it's going to be epic. Fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, be fan-effantastic. Are we going to do this question about the Korean sweetheart? Oh, oh yeah. I totally forgot about that. Wow. Um, <laughs> speaking of our wonderful friend, uh, Friendly Scholar, this is your second mention. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, we yeah, had fan. A, yeah, we had a question finally. Um, and I'm more going to pose it to you guys, mostly because I literally know one member of a new group that's not twice. So <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be very good on this one. But you um, know it's going to be somebody from twice. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know who. Okay. <laughs> I don't know I don't know twice like that. So okay. I know who I would want it to be in twice and that's just because I love Momo and I hope it's her. Um but I honestly I have no idea. But anyways, um we the question we got was essentially who's going to be the basically the new face of this younger generation, right? So for example, you know, we had uh you know, we had Sully, we had Susie, uh, we had Sohyun, um, Hei-ri to an extent from Girls Day. They were kind of like Korea's sweethearts at their own times. Um, they got a lot of CFs. They were all over the place. Um, there's obviously guys that 
did similar things like top for example was all over the place for a while acting all the time all the good stuff so who do you think from this newer generation is going to be the face it could be a boy or girl or both whichever and uh, but when i say face i mean like cfs you know being kind of being everywhere being on tv shows uh potentially acting um you know if you know that or if you think that somebody is going to break out as an actor soon that would be another good thing to put in I think it's already happening, but um, for the boys, well, for the boys, it's easy. It's Cha Unwoo from um, Astro. He's already like, I think he's only like 17, maybe. He's really young, but he has like a bunch of CFs already. Um, and he has a bunch of love calls for TV shows and things like that. Um, and as far as I know, his visuals are like highly praised in the industry so i think that he's up for some really like he's up for being the face of this next generation um as to the girls i would split them up in two because there's like the new generation is split into two there's like the new generation pre-2016 and then people after 2016 and people after 2016 I would say, like, Google Don, Sejong, and Pristine's Shion are good possible next people. Uh, people just kind of love Sejong, and she's about to be in this show coming up, what is the school, 2007 or something like I mean, 2017 or something like that, uh, that people are expecting to be really well and to do really well. And um, she already had a bunch of CFs, and people just love her. Shion is like really pretty and she's also really young and she looks like a bunch of other people so um a, a bunch of other old faces like she's like a mixture between Yuna and Irene from Red Velvet so I think people will want to use her and she's already standing out as one of the faces of her group and I think Pristine as their status and their popularity grows she'll start to stand out as one of the faces of the newer generation like the newest generation i should say those are my picks um well when it comes to like like breakout actor i mean the thing is it was hard for me because i don't really know much of the guys uh, who are new at acting the only person i can really think of even though the group is not newish. Um, my vote would go to like uh, Jin Young from God Seven. Um, that's still new. That's that's fair. Okay, uh, because Shanna's proud. Yeah, yeah. for you, Shanna. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, he's like he's been starting to slowly but surely getting roles and things like that. And so far, he's just been getting nothing but praises. You know, he's already he's always kind of had like this this actor look to him like you know so yeah like he's definitely exploring it more these days and so with uh god seven apparently now they're having like kind of like gonna have be having once a year comebacks group comebacks and then a lot of individual stuff going on um so i'm expecting him to do a lot more acting and um and things like that so i'm pretty excited to see him grow as an actor and as for CF and you know being like kind of like the next Susie and all of that I don't know maybe this is my bias talking I don't know maybe but I hope we're thinking I, about the same person <laughs> all right we'll see but my vote goes to Chewy from Twice no I mean like she's not my ultimate favorite member of the group I love her but I feel like she, they're definitely trying to not JYP themselves, but like they're like people are kind of always putting her. Oh, she's beautiful. Like whenever they come, when people talk about Twice's beauty, like she's always the one that's mostly mentioned. And uh, I feel like she's definitely going to be the one as she continues to get older. She's definitely going to be start getting a lot of CF, like solo CF things and stuff like that. So I'm I feel like if if anything, she'll kind of be like the next Nana in a sense. Like this girl's going to get like modeling and a lot of like. Uh, photo shoots for magazines and stuff like that so I'm pretty excited for that um for girls I was thinking twice as well and I I did think about what's her name Sue Chewy yeah Chewy. just because I already know she's done CFs and stuff but I also feel like 
in terms of like a Korean sweetheart, maybe more of a Susie style, um, that's uh, Sana could be popular. Uh, I was thinking that too, but then I feel like that would be yeah. too biased because she's my ultimate favorite of the group. <laughs> I think I think she's gonna be like um like she's gonna be their next Min, who's like really funny and everybody wants her on Variety. That's what I think we're gonna mm. get from from her. I just think, I think the like foreign line all has potential to be like that next person. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, like I said, I, I literally only know the only two people that I can remember that have stood out aside from, well, I shouldn't even say two because Momo's in twice. The only person <laughs> I can think of that stands out to me out of all these girl groups that I've like noticed and been like, hey, I hope that she's successful is uh, Yua from Oh My Girl, right? Um, I like her a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, most, yeah. Mostly because she's such a good dancer and she clearly, like, she has a really cute laugh and I'm a sucker for laughs and smiles. So, I mean that's it i was like oh look you can dance oh you have a cute laugh and smile all right cool i hope you're successful cool. that's basically how it went. <laughs> um but for for dudes i mean i'm i'm in the jin young boat I, that's who i would like to see be successful um mostly because he's a sweetheart and i like him that's that's who i would like just because you know i'm a fan of him and i would like to see him be successful um obviously the person who i really hope becomes korea's sweetheart and everybody loves him forever and he gets all of the good things and is in everything is jackson so you know well, I know it's not going to happen, but I wish it would. I wish uh, he could be serious for like, oh, shit, I don't know, five minutes. <laughs> so he he wishes he could be serious as well. That's <laughs> true. Well, he I, he might not be for Korea, the, their sweetheart, but I feel like in China, he'll definitely go be up there. You well, know? Yeah, yeah, he's like he's I'm like just, the second son. There's Lei and then there's him. Yeah, I'm just I'm just worried that he's not going to be able to act very well. And that's going to be what hinders him. Um, I know that like being a great actor isn't actually that important all the time, but still, I do think it it's gonna hinder him from like being able to do everything. But again, like I said, if I could pick somebody that I hope it is, that's that's the one. But it's just because he's a sweetheart. Um, well, with some exceptions, because he's he's done some stuff I don't agree with. But um, again, everybody's problematic. Also, I just realized, Tim, I can't believe you didn't pimp Bodog. I'm sorry, what? Oh. Oh, I did. You know what? That's funny because I had all the relationship stuff on the news. Like, I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm really, I'm really awful today. Um, <laughs> I, had, I had a long day at work. I'm sorry. We are going to, we are going to at least mention that. So uh, we have all kinds of relationship news. Uh, Lena Park is getting married. Sujin and Eddie Kim are officially a couple. Cool. And the most exciting, my sweet, precious princess of life, Bora, has finally found herself literally her male double in Field Dog and a uh, field dog from Big Star. Uh, I was gonna say Big Star fame, but they're not famous. <laughs> <laughs> but field dog from Hit the Stage Two fame. Um, they met while filming, while recording Hit the Stage, and apparently hit it off. And they've been seeing each other for a year. And I am so excited <laughs> that they are a thing because I love both of them. They are both wonderful, amazing people, and ridiculously silly. The both of them. So I bet that they are just a blast to like. I don't know. They're great. I mean, they're re they're both really funny and silly. So we we may all believe in love again. Yeah, love is real again, everybody. It's back and it's real. <laughs> Kai and Crystal forget Anna Julia, Julie and Brad Pitt. It's like it's back. Yep, it's finally here. It took so long to come back, you guys, but it's here and it's real. Yay! Twenty seventeen is now the summer of love. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can I just say I'm just happy for her, and she's with someone who I feel like okay she'll be okay with and like i don't feel like you know she's gonna be good okay i feel like cause i don't follow feel like i don't follow him that closely but i've seen him variety here and there and he just seems like a nice guy and he's a very handsome guy he has a nice body so i'm like i'm sure bora's enjoying all of that you know and so. they're the same height which is hilarious <laughs> and she's older than him and you know so she's kind yeah. of like and this she is lets Anuna. him she lets him drive her car like Let's go. <laughs> like, yes. okay. Let's go, my boy toy. I'm gonna let you drive my car. <laughs> yes. To do our groceries. Let's go. <laughs> I'm so happy. I, I like honestly. I'm a huge Big Star fan. I've always loved Big Star, even from their terrible rough start, being um, you know, trying to see how much cultural appropriation they can put in one music video at a time. Um, 
and you know they're on a crappy label they're on brave entertainment and as we all know brave entertainment doesn't actually care about its own artists it only cares about other people that pay them so um big star really never got the chance to like shine the way they should but field dog did get the chance to you know go on variety and kind of showcase his talent he basically kept the group afloat for the most part um so even though big star is continuing on without my favorite member my second favorite member is field dog so like where's come to worse I still got Field Dog, and I can especially watch them with like such joy and be like, "Hey, it's Boris Man! How cute!" Like, I'm I'm excited. I'm so excited. Thank you for cheering me up and reminding me that there was good news in that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I was like, "Man, this was a somber day." Oh wait, we had good news <laughs> for an anniversary episode. We've been talking about a lot of sad and serious things. <laughs> for real. Remember, at the end of the episode, at the end of the anniversary episode, we get to talk about love. <laughs> Oh, and also on my fangirling mode because I did go to KCON last <gasps> weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Um, I went just for a Saturday, and I just went to the concert. I was going to go to the convention part as well, but I woke up late, and then I was just like, screw it. Because, you know, that means going all the way to Jersey, and I was like, I'll do that later. Um, but <laughs> so I went to the concert part, and I had so much fun. Like, of course, the main reason I went was because twice performed which oh my gosh was that the day was that the day highlight performed no they did friday okay for for saturday it was uptension and ct 127 twice and cm blue you know i've never properly listened to nct or uptension so it was kind of they were kind of more new for me um but i enjoyed it they did well, they did their thing. Um, although when NCT came out, their fangirls almost like, you know, got made me deaf because the girl sitting next to me like screamed so loud. I felt, you know, my ears ringing, but you know, it was all good, you know, and they did their thing. And then when Twice came out, it was like, you could not hold me down. I was standing up, I was cheering, I was screaming. <laughs> like, my throat was so sore at the end of their section. But you know, first of all, when they came out and they performed their, JY- their JYP special performance, which is they did um, JYP's Honey, Wonder Girls, um, was it? Tell me, no, it was nobody, right? Nobody. And then um, Miss A's, um, what's it? Good girl. What's it? Good girl. Bad girl. Good bad girl. girl. Good girl. I was just like uh, losing my mind. Every song I sang along with, I danced along with. It was such a great, you know, special performance. Once it comes out, you all should check it out. By the way. And then you know when they did their songs, you know, I went crazy. I tried to do the fan chants, but then I just lost myself in you know singing along plus screaming their names and just dancing along, because. Yeah, because again, they were the only girl groups of that day because G-Friend was the day before. So I'm kind of sad about that because even though the guys are great, you know, I'm like girl groups rarely get to represent too much of themselves here in the United States when they do these tours. It's always mostly male groups, which I, I, I get why, but it's so it would be nice if we had just more than one girl group. But whatever. I hope for LA it, it'll be better. I don't know. Did they release the artists? for the LA KCON yet? Yeah, they, they're they in the middle of it right now. Want me to tell you what they are? Yes, please. Even though I'm not going. Okay. <laughs> I'll just taunt you with them. Also, <laughs> tickets are cheaper for KCON LA. Let's go. Uh, not those diamond tickets. I thought they're still cheaper than the New York ones. Oh, I haven't seen the New York diamond. Yeah, yeah they are the cheaper, New York but ones are like 700 still, more. I would a million never. dollars. Oh, it's still too expensive, yeah. But again, you are getting quite a bit if you're interested in the con. The problem is that the con doesn't match the um, price of the tickets. (laughs) So far on the KCON LA roster, we have Astro, Cosmic Girls, Girls Day, (laughs) Highs, NCT 127, 17, SF9, and Vix. Of course, Cosmic Girls goes over there. Of course. But yeah, okay. I, I want to go see, like, I want to go just to see Highs and um, Girls Day, but that's, like, it right now. Like, nothing else interests me. Yeah, I might go for just 17. I would go for Vix, yeah. Well, that sounds good. Uh, um, so, But they're done, or are they still releasing more artists? I, I think they'd be releasing more. Yeah, I think they're going to release more. They usually do, like, five per day. 
Yeah. And I think this year you guys get three whole days while we got two days. So. Um, does anybody else have any pimping that they want to do for uh, before we get out of here? Julia, you don't have any? I don't think so. Nothing's been, nothing has like latched onto me recently. I need to go listen to that sister or Hyora and Lipton tea thing. Oh, it's so good. It's called, <laughs> it's called juice. Go. Oh, fruity, juicy. Juice. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's fruity, right? It's yeah. fruity. Not bad. Fruity. All right, nailed it. She's juicy. <laughs> I'm, I'm still reeling from Namuses' release, to be honest. I'm still riding that train. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, find, but... I listened to it and it is pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> Really I can't good. remember if I listened to it when you when you talked about it to me or not yet, but you boy, did. man, that is a good one. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a good song. I so would actually to edit and like hear Tim be mad about it. Yeah, I'm still mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad. I would recommend uh, Music Bank had its like first half of the year special, and um, they did like some pretty great like throwback songs, and uh, Mama Moo and Oh God, Mama Moo Seventeen swapped songs, and I liked them. And a couple other people swapped songs as well. They did some really cool things for this like first half of the year special. So you should all watch them. And they also had everybody do like their first half of the year hits or whatever. So you should give that a watch. Like make a little evening out of it and watch the entire episode. It was pretty good. All right. Well. Um since we don't have anything else thank you guys so much for listening uh thank you especially for all of the people who've been around for three years like wow um thank you guys. yeah for real uh if you'd like to tweet at us as always you can get us at nya netizens uh tweet your comments questions concerns anything uh, and everything that you want to tweet at us really um I, I'm not the one who answers on Twitter, so if, if you're looking for me, don't. <laughs> but somebody <laughs> yeah. will answer. You never know who you'll get on Twitter. That's true. I'll, I'll probably somebody will probably yell at me yeah. if it's directly at me. But um, what's it called? Uh, if you'd like to go and uh, follow our Tumblr, you can get it by going to notyouraveragenetizens.com. It'll take you straight to our Tumblr. Uh, you can follow it, and I don't know who posts on it, if anybody posts on it. Um, again, Tumblr is another thing that I, I just, it's magic science to me. I don't know. I don't do it. I, I just don't get it. Um, things that I do get, though, if you'd like to listen to us on SoundCloud, you can find us at soundcloud.com slash netizens. Um, go ahead and follow us there and, you know, retweet our episodes and all that good stuff. Ask us questions. Talk about stuff. Uh, we'll interact with you as best as we can. Um, for whatever reason, I still can't comment when I'm at work. I don't know why, but I can do it when I'm at home. So I will reach out uh, if somebody says something to me directly or something that I could actually provide input to. Um, if you'd rather listen to us on iTunes, we're there. Uh, if you search Not Your Average Netizens, you can go and follow us there and subscribe and give us five stars because obviously we deserve it and all that good stuff. Um, and it really helps if you do, you know, rate us and comment and all that good stuff. It pushes us forward so we get more exposure, more people will notice us. So um, if you could please do that, that would be some, so great. Uh, if you'd like to send us any questions, um, any suggestions, comments, anything like that, you can email us directly at notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com. And uh, I think I got everything. Uh, sounds about right to me. So uh, for everybody, for all of us, for everybody that's worked on this podcast for the last three years from before we were even published to now that we're here. Uh, thank you guys so much for everything that you've done for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and thank, thank all of you for joining us today. Um, and that's it. Uh, we'll be here for hopefully another three years. No, thank Yay. you, Tim, for like being pretty much the designated host for majority of our podcast for a long time now. You know, it's a pleasure. I, I like. I I just want to. I just like <laughs> having these conversations and having this fun. So really, like, I'm more thankful that you guys are still in it with me and not tired of me yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I, I mean, I guess if you're tired of me, shit, I can go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Our silence means we we still embrace you. That's what it no, is. remember, Tim's okay. supposed to leave us on the seventh year. 
Oh, yeah, that's true. I got to strike up my own podcast. And go <laughs> it's going to be called Not Not Your Average Netizens. <laughs> no, the Your Average Netizens. Average oh, yeah, Your Average Netizens. <laughs> that's <funny>. <laughs> That's, That's actually going to be our anniversary episode. We're going to act like regular netizens throughout the course of an entire episode, and we're going to title it oh, Your is... Average Netizen. That's going to be so cringeworthy. <laughs> cringeworthy was fun. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be great. Uh, I call dibs on being the negative Nancy about everything netizen. Isn't oh, that all on. netizens, oh. though? Ah, touche. <laughs> I'd be the Opa Ernie didn't mean it. <laughs> <Not just Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that'd be bad. Oh, God. Oh, just think about it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there's a certain person that has to say bye before we can close this episode. So please, it's our anniversary. Give us a good one. <laughs> bye, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for the three years. See you next bye. time. <laughs> See you guys. Bye.